you have your Bibles for just a few moments tonight, and I will not be lengthy, but the book of Job chapter 8, Job the 8th chapter, and I will read verse number 11, Job chapter 8 and verse number 11. The question is asked in the writing of Job, in the wrestling with all of the issues that were going on in his life, trying to come to some kind of understanding and trying to come to some kind of knowledge of what was happening, the question was asked, can the rush grow up without mire? Can the rush grow up without mire? Can the flag grow without water? And everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. There is something about the book of Job that draws you back to it time and time again. Because it is found in the writing of Job, some of the greatest wisdom of life. And I find myself going back time and again to learn of its eternal wisdom. It is superior to any other textbook on behaviorism. It's superior to any other psychological book that you could read. It is superior to anything that the world has to offer concerning life and life issues. And I would say to you tonight that your life is not complete without reading the book of Job. You will not really understand a lot of things about life until you do read Job. And then you will understand. The question that is asked needs to be considered tonight because it gets down to the real nitty-gritty things of life. The question that begs to be answered is, can the rush grow without the mire? The rush was the reed that grew in the marshy water areas of the land. And so the question is, can that grow without mire? When I think about mire, I think about the black uh, oozy stuff that used to come up between my toes as a child when I would run and play in what we grew up knowing as bar ditches. Anybody ever hear of a bar ditch? I don't know where it got that name, if it was borrowed and it was a ditch or what, I, I don't know. I just grew up knowing it was that. It was where all the rainwater ran, and certainly knowing life as I do today, it was not the healthiest place to be, but as a child, none of that was considered. But I remember there were times when you would step into areas and you would, you would sink down in that mud and muck, and the stench of that would come up in your nostrils and you would want to get out of it as quickly as possible. And that is what the writer was alluding to. 
Can the rush grow without the mire? They go hand in hand. You cannot eliminate the one without eliminating the other. The question tonight that needs to be answered is, does my environment determine my destiny? Some of us come here tonight feeling like the world is against us. And it's hard to understand life. And I understand that life is not always deemed to be fair. There are some people who are born to privilege and there are others who are born to poverty. That is not the way that any of us would want to begin a foot race at a disadvantage. But it seems that life is that way. That we are not always equally endowed. We are not always equally gifted. Some come from difficult backgrounds and difficult environments. There are those who come into this world handicapped, it seems, by the environment that they are born into. And there is a certain inequality in life that is staggering. Some start out in life with favorable things, with every help and inspiration at their side. And others have to come up on the rough side of the mountain. Others have to fight their way through all kind of trouble. The question that has to come to our mind at times is, am I a plaything of fate? Is my being here just some chance thing? Or is there something more that I can learn about life? Character and destiny take their shapes from my surroundings. But my surroundings do not have to determine my destiny nor my character. Not all of you were blessed with a good home in your past. And not all of you were blessed with good examples in life. But you cannot use that as an excuse for you not being a good example when you have the Word of God to inspire and encourage you. I believe that every one of us at some time or other has thought that we would be better off if things were different in our life, if the circumstances were different. If I were not here, if I lived there, if I didn't have this spouse, I had another one. Or if I didn't have these parents, I had those parents. Or if I didn't go to this school, I went to that school. We have all imagined ourselves better in some other location. But I wonder, is location really the key to whether I succeed or fail? Is where I am born the determining factor in whether I rise to be what God wants me to be or whether I fail and falter in life? There are many people who quit in life because they feel like that life is too unfair and the race is uneven. But I have come to tell you that your environment does not determine your destiny. Whether you have good parents or bad parents, whether you have money or you don't have money, 
Whether you have a good husband or you don't have a good husband. Whether you have a good wife or you don't have a good wife. Does not determine your destiny in life. What determines your destiny is what is on the inside of you. It's not what's on your outside that decides your happiness. It's what's on the inside of you. No wonder Paul said, I think myself happy. I have come to understand that some women could be married to Jesus Christ and they would still complain. And there are some men who could be married to the most beautiful woman in the world and still find some kind of fault. Because the fault is not in them. The fault is down on the inside of us. It is in us tonight to decide what we are going to be. Whether we're going to rise up and overcome or we are going to be overcome. It is all determined on the inside of me. It's not the environment that I'm in right now. I can't change a lot of things about life. But what I can do is make up my mind that I'm going to make the best of my situation. And I'm going to grow and learn. And I'm going to gather from my surroundings everything I can to make me the best person that I can be. Amen. Mire comes into everybody's life. Sorrow, unpleasant duties, physical misfortunes, financial difficulties, and all of us are tempted to think at times that others have it better than we do. The trouble does not lie in my surroundings. It lies within me. We will learn at some point in life that to be, just to live, is to be tempted. Whether you are born a prince or a pauper, to live at all is to nearly be lost. None of us have it made tonight. No matter where I am, no matter what I am surrounded by, no matter what tries to influence my life, there's something that I have to remember that the sun above shines on the just and the unjust and is the sun and the rain and the light that will determine my growth, not just the things that I am rooted in right now. And I have decided tonight that instead of being a whiner, I'd rather be a worshiper. And instead of being a complainer, I'd rather be one who lifts his hand and compliments the God of heaven and say, thank you, God, that you've given me life and you've given me breath and you've given me energy and you've given me limbs to use. I'm going to make the best of them that I can in this life. Amen. I understand there is a mystery to life that we never come to fully understand why one is born to wealth and one to welfare. But I'm telling you the secret tonight does not lie in what you're rooted in. It lies in your head and in your heart. Amen. A head that is lifted heavenward can never be pulled downward. A head that is lifted toward the heavens will never be deterred from reaching its full potential. Life is only varied around us. It is never varied above us. Our surroundings may be different, but God above us is the same for all of us. 
And the God above us is a God of mercy and love and compassion. And there is a willingness in God to help me reach my potential. No matter what my surroundings are. No matter who I'm married to. No matter where I live. No matter what I'm going through. God will not judge me because of my environment. God will judge me because of the attitude and the spirit in which I live this life. I'm not a captive. And I am not here as a victim of life. I have a choice. Amen. Everybody say, I have a choice. The rush grew out of the mire. The greater power is within, not without. Within inside that plant, there was a determination to take all of the negatives that surrounded it and turn it into something good. For it was that papyrus or it was that reed that was converted into paper. Some of the whitest paper known to man comes from some of the ugliest environments. And I'm here to tell you tonight that the king's orders were written on paper that came out of mucky and miry situation. I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter where you live and it doesn't matter what your bank account is. God can write things on your life that will astound the wisest of men and God can do things with your life that will make men stand back and say, oh, it can only be God. It can only be the hand of God. It can only be the mercy of God that that man or woman is who they are. My question tonight is, are you going to be a victim or a victor? Are you going to sit down in your situation and pull the world in on top of you and say this is all that life will ever be? Or will you lift your hands and say, God, I can't change this here, but I can reach this way. And so I'm going to reach up. I'm going to reach as high as I can. I'm going to reach as far as I can. And I'm going to reach with as much energy as I can. Come on, let's clap our hands and love him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. There are some people that look around at others and think that their environment which they live is a, is a blessing. And there are others who look around and feel that it is a curse. I've come to tell you tonight that I've seen people born in the best of situations turn out to be the worst people on the face of the earth. And I've seen people come out of the worst homes. I've seen them come out of the worst situations and become the greatest saints that the world has ever known. It's not in your environment. It's in you. Somebody say, it's in me tonight. It's in me. It's in me. It's in me. It's not in what is around me, but what is in me. When I come into this world, I don't have a choice. Where I was born, who my parents were, where I was born, in what generation I would be born. But once I got here and I began to grow, something began to grow with me. And that was a will to determine my future. I may not like how the story began. I may not like how it all started out. But folks, I get to say something about how it ends. Hallelujah. 
I'm not a victim of fate. I can't sit around and say, well, I'd live for God if my parents were better. Or I'd live for God if my husband or my wife would help me. Or I'd live for God if I didn't have all these financial struggles. I'm here to tell you, you can live for God with all those things against you. Because it doesn't matter what's against you. What matters is that God is for me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Oh, somebody praise him right now. Because there is inside of you an ability to overcome any environment and any situation in your life. Amen. If I cannot serve God in my present situation, I wonder if I can serve him in any other situation. Yeah. Amen. If if you can't be a good son or daughter with the parents you've got, you probably wouldn't be a good son or daughter with another set of parents. If you can't be a good husband to the wife or a good wife to the husband you have, you wouldn't be to somebody else. Because your life is not consumed by circumstances your life is formed by the decisions and the determinations that you make every day and no matter what your surroundings may say and no matter what your environment may say of you there's something in you that can rise up and say you know what God you made me for something better than this and one of these days I'm going to be exactly what you created me to be and out of the mire out of that ugly stinky environment comes one of the most useful things that man would know in that day we can blame our circumstances or we can bless them The burden is not in them, it's in us. Advantages do not make you no more than me standing in a barn and saying I'm a donkey makes me a donkey. Amen. And no more than you sitting on a pew makes you a saint. Amen. The burden is still in me to live it out. Godly home and prosperous homes won't in themselves make me what I need to be. As a matter of fact, I can have all of those and still fail. I have to decide what's going to be of my life. Out of the mire can come the whitest of paper and the purest of things. Many an overcomer has been bred in a swamp. Amen. Many has been bred in a swamp. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, thank God for that overcoming spirit. That's what God loves as an overcomer. I don't think God has a lot of time for whiners. I just, that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. I may be wrong. Maybe I'm not being compassionate enough. Maybe I'm not being understanding enough. But I just don't think God has a lot of time for me sitting around whining about how bad things are. You want to know how bad things are? Let God take his hand away. Let God move his hand off of your life and you'll find out how bad things can get. Amen. I believe God's looking for an overcomer. Because you see, God is the same distance from the ghetto 
as he is from the clubhouse. Amen. This around me may be different from your life to my life, but this is the same for all of us. And what God gives me is an opportunity, and that's really all I need is an opportunity. Just the chance to become. The marsh and the mire of life's misfortunes can hold you, but they cannot hurt you if inside of you there is a will to live. Because His grace is sufficient, you can overcome. Because His grace is greater than your failures, you can overcome. Amen. You can become all that God designed you to be, no matter what your environment says. Amen. You can be a better young person. You can be a better mother. You can be a better father, better husband, a better wife. Amen. You can be a better saint. Brother Hughes, if we had a better pastor, I'd, be, I'd serve God a lot more diligently. You know what? I'm just here to tell you, if you had the best pastor in the world, you still have got to deal with yourself. Yeah. And I'm not the one that decides whether you pray or not pray. I'm not the one that decides whether you do that or you don't do that. I'm not the one that decides whether you read this and believe it or not read it and believe it. I preach it the best that I know how. Sometimes I walk away from here feeling like, God, have mercy on us tonight. But the truth is, that word is available for all of us to take hold of. And once that word begins to interact in our life, there is no environment that can keep me from reaching my potential. Nothing. Amen. Let's stand together. Praise God. Can the rush grow without the mire? It can grow in spite of the mire. It can grow in the mire. It can outgrow the mire. Because in it is something more powerful and more needed than what is in the mire. Amen.